Thank you. Right. Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Stab 2? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. No. Two in the box! Ready to go! We be fast and they be slow! Wow! A second Super Saiyan? Second in order, perhaps, but by no means in stature. Your fight is with me now. I'll have my revenge and Deathstalker, too. Man, I can't fucking believe this. Another basement, another elevator. How can the same shit happen to the same guy twice? Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Inside the Sequel. The podcast where we talk about sequel movies that don't get enough love or attention that they deserve. And we talk about them on here and I give them the praise and make recommendations for you. I'm your host, as always, Chris Hurtado. And today I have a very special guest on a very special episode. Today we're talking about the 2010 sequel, Predators. What's the last thing you remember? All of a sudden there was a light. And then I was falling. Who are you? I was in combat. Black Ops. Yakuza. Who would do this to us? We're being hunted. This planet is a game preserve. And we're the game. Predators. And when we talk about predators, um, I had I had a few people in mind, but um, I kind of figured. It's been a while since we had this guy on and he's been doing really good stuff. And I know in the past, he's kind of stand this movie and we're all about stand and slandering on this pod. So uh, without further, I have Matt feasting on blood. So Matt, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, Chris. I appreciate uh, that unique uh, intro. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going to go. Uh, I might change my Twitter handle to that now. Uh, uh that was, that was it kind of gives me army hammer vibes now that i'm thinking about oh, it well though. that i don't that i don't like <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah maybe not then but uh no just feasting right. on movies i think that's not not people like army hammer may or may not be allegedly why say for legal <laughs> reasons uh <laughs> but yeah uh, thanks for having me back on the show i feel like it's been a long time yeah it's been i think the last time we did something was back in i think thanksgiving so uh no probably soon i don't know I'm drunk, so I can't. I think. can't remember. Times a <laughs> times a blur. <laughs> uh, all I know is um, you've been you've been doing really great lately on your pod, uh, Film Feast. So I'm excited to have you back on here, and um, love to catch up. And you know, let me know what you've been doing, man. Like uh, besides, like you know, thirsting over Crash from what I last heard. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our David Cronenberg Crash episode. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the most awkward I've ever been on a podcast. <laughs> Thank God it's, Carmelita was there to steer the ship. <laughs> it's weird how, I I mean, it's weird how like erotic I got, or is that a word? Erotic. <laughs> That's a word. Erect? Yeah, no, well, I both are words. Hot, I don't. Know. It was a hot episode. It made me want to get in a car. Oddly enough, before anything else hopefully not crash it into something or anything uh <laughs> that uh i mean yeah i mean film beast is going well thank you for the kind words uh you know going strong i think trying uh episodes every week i mean it's a grind but it's fun um we're wrapping up our tony scott unscottable series pretty soon in august it's the last two Ooh. episodes and yeah. that's been our big thing i don't know if there'll be like another ongoing series i don't think there will be <laughs> i think i might just keep doing you know random stuff all the time but i mean it's it's still fun so that's that's the most important thing so um 
yeah, going strong, talking to great people, having a good time. So it's all good. <laughs> I oddly want you to do a series on cannibal film since it's called the Film Feast podcast and you just talk about <laughs> feasting on humans. I <laughs> the sad, the funny I mean the funny, I know you're joking, but the funny thing is like I don't like cannibal movies. So that would does be, anyone? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody does. They, you know, they put out cannibal <laughs> holocaust in some kind of special four disc edition from whoever put that out. But uh somebody must like those movies. I I don't even wanna like I've heard about them. I don't want to watch them. I've seen clips, I've seen I've heard about them. I don't want to even mm-hmm. see them. So mm-hmm. maybe we can talk about movies that involve food. Maybe that could be <laughs> a thing. There that you go. could that could be kind of interesting. And then you could spin it one episode, like I'm talking about cannibal ferox actually today. Hope you're hungry. <laughs> you just slip a cannibal episode in there. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, but dude, I've been loving your podcast. It's uh, it's definitely one of uh, my favorites to tune into all the time. Um, you had Carmelita, which I mean, if you want a recipe for a great episode, you have her on easily. So I mean, yeah, the fact yeah. <laughs> you talked about Cronenberg with her, and I remember Daniel and I did the Fly episode with her, um, the remake with Cronenberg, and that was so fun. And I learned so much about Cronenberg. So um, I don't know, you know. Have you talked? Are you going to plan on talking about ever more Cronenberg? Definitely have her on again because that was such a fun episode. Yeah, I think we maybe came up in the episode or afterwards. I was like, we should do another Cronenberg movie sometime. I think it came up, but yeah, we definitely should because we're both pretty big fans. And I saw an episode too. It's funny because I really thought I was not a Cronenberg guy for a long time. And then I saw some more of his stuff. I'm like, oh no, he's really good. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I think I started with the wrong movies or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we'll do some more Cronenberg in the future. So. Nice, yeah. nice. Or if you really want to, you know, get on my good side, you just talk about more Canadian horror films like that. That'll be good. <laughs> like uh, Curtains and mm-hmm. uh, I'm totally blinking on other Canadian horror films right now. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard about this small, like small time, time, like podcaster, Mitch Oliver, who runs a terror table. But I think he's a fan of like Canadian <laughs> slashers. He might oh, be yes, somebody you want to reach out to. You might be able to give him a platform for that, too. <laughs> i know i know he needs a platform no i uh no we love mitch but yeah i, I should ask mitch about great canadian horror movies uh <laughs> they must have done that on terror table by now right something like great surprisingly best movies. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we'll ask him about it um uh, but fine. so i mean what else have you been watching i mean especially like i took six months off and then like i came back on where i just kind of wanted to like, just watch movies and stuff that weren't for podcasting and such um what about for you? Like, what have you been watching lately? Um, that's like not for the podcast, you know. Like, I see your letterbox, so I kind of know, but some people who haven't subbed to your letterbox might not know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I it's been a lot lately of watching stuff for podcasts. That's so so it is nice, like you say you took that break. Whenever I have like a break to like I'm a little lost though when I don't have a podcast to prepare for, I'm like, I don't know what to watch because I can watch anything. <laughs> and uh, like I mean trying to think I've, I've been on i've been on a wong kar wai kick i've been talking about that a little bit wong kar wai's films chunking express yeah, this is Fallen inside this yeah this is inside the sequel this isn't like the nathan jones youtube channel you know so only okay well speaking of sequels i rewatched <laughs> infinity war and endgame so there you go <laughs> <laughs> you're still feeding time. it to the mco machine huh i'll still feed the mco machine that stuff's great <laughs> i was like i was watching that again because i was feeling a little a little slightly burned out on like marvel content and then i watched yeah. those movies and i'm like this still works for me like crazy. This is still great. Um, hmm. uh, I, well, all kinds of random stuff. I don't know. Like, yeah, the Wong Kar Wai, the Wong, the the wrong. <laughs> it's hard to say. Wong Kar Wai. <laughs> Wong Kar Wai films. Yeah, I hear those are very well regarded. What kind of got you into wanting to watch those? 
besides feeling superior. Well, that was the main drive. Just I wanted to feel better than people by watching foreign films. No, I uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. I think somebody brought it up on a podcast, and then I was like, "Oh, I should watch his movies." And then there are a bunch of on HBO Max, and I was watching them there. And then I was like, "These are good," so I just kept watching more. And uh, oh, this should make you happy. I'm trying to watch more Godard movies. I feel like you're a Godard guy, right? You're squinting. Yeah, he's me. cool. He's okay. cool. He's cool. <laughs> If you watch any French films, that's usually good. I highly recommend the Melville films now over the Godard. I used to be more Godard, and I read more about him, watched a little bit more of his stuff, and he's just too experimental for me. And there's just so much better French films. But that's cool that you're getting into him. Yeah, I've been on a weird kick, like, since the end of June, because at this movie did, like, exploitation, where it's all, like, you know, exploitation-type mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And, and then after that, I felt like I was, like, like hungry for, like, like classier stuff air quotes <laughs> like um uh i don't know i'm usually not in that mood either but i was like i want to watch some foreign films like i want to go watch some criterion type stuff <laughs> and uh you know i got my pipe and my robe and i was feeling really snooty go. and you know it's like <laughs> i don't go. know why i've been in that mood to watch like different kind of stuff so yeah i don't know i was looking for sequels we were talking about but i really haven't watched any sequels it's okay i barely watch any sequels <laughs> uh now dude you could just admit it, it was because the barnes and noble criterion sale like i i know you oh, have I mean, thirsting over that yeah. sale yeah i mean that's a big deal yeah that's <laughs> it it <laughs> it's when everyone pretends they've been all about the avagar films and then you know start lecturing everyone on twitter about it <laughs> my next hey. step is my lecturing <laughs> Hey, crazy thought, but you know, Bergman's kind of an underrated director when you think about films. Like, you know, you think about it, <laughs> Bergman's kind of underrated. And so is Kurosawa, <laughs> like maybe overrated, you know? Like he hasn't done an infinity war. So, like, how do you where does he measure up? Oh man. I I feel like I I'm not yeah, you're true. I feel like I heard somebody say recently about Kurosawa on Twitter that he they were like, I think this guy's this is overrated, underrated. Oh, now I'm messing up the story. Something about Kurosawa that made no sense. Everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I think they said he was, I think they said he was overrated and mm-hmm. people were very upset. So like, so we're talking about Predators from 2010. Um, it's one of those movies, Matt, where I was thinking about it when I was getting ready. It's not from Robert Rodriguez, but it says brought to you by Robert Rodriguez. Right. And I can't help but think, <laughs> or I'm actually happy that we live in a world now where movie trailers and movie promotions aren't from the guys or from the studio that brought you these things anymore. Because like, honestly, in hindsight, that shit is so cheesy and it's like so lazy promotions for video movies. I hate Forced. it. I, it's, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is a huge pet peeve of mine. Cause I think most people watching trailers in a theater won't catch what they're doing because they're just throwing like a name of a popular thing at you, but they, it's always in small letters too. It's like from a producer of something or like from a guy who drove by the set one day of <laughs> something. And it's like, wait a minute, you can't just say like uh, end game or end game on the screen and say like the guy who catered the movie worked on this movie. You know, it's like, they try to, they try to like fool people. They throw the move, the big popular movie. And they put like, there was, I saw recently, they did something where it's like from a producer of, and it was so like lightly connected and I was like, that's such bullshit. <laughs> like, it really <laughs> makes me mad because it's like, they're just trying to fool people. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, if it's like from the director of, that's obviously much more closely, that makes it, that's much more of a close like connection. But like the farther you get, it's like, oh, like it just drives me nuts because they're just trying to like 
fool people, <laughs> trick people into seeing something. But um, yeah, I, they they promoted Predators like it was directed by Rodriguez, but mm-hmm. it is not. <laughs> it's like they he is a producer, wrote up the original script, and yeah, they really <clears throat> pushed it like it was his movie. I felt like they kind of hid who the real director was. Yeah, because like the real director when i when i see like some of his works i don't recognize him um <laughs> it's i think he did like a stranger things episode i think that's really all he's really done that i can kind of gather uh nimrod antel uh-huh i know he's hungarian uh but yeah he hasn't really done oh he did vacancy in 2007 did you see vacancy i did see vacancy i liked vacancy um he did that movie armored which i've never seen but i heard it's a pretty decent like action movie like it's just kind of straightforward action movie that's pretty entertaining but um yeah beyond that it's not on the uh it's not been on the undisputed podcast that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) i'll have to ask about that but yeah man besides those movies he really hasn't done many movies a lot of tv yeah and the fact that he kind of got this the the predators movie uh, it's kind of interesting i it's kind of like uh when Gareth Edwards got to do uh, like Godzilla, probably again, I don't know why he always comes up on my podcast, <laughs> but he did like monsters and not too many other things before after that. And then he gets to do Godzilla and then he does Rogue One. So, you know, <laughs> just going upwards. Um, yeah, I guess I, I watched a little a YouTube video, funny enough, about some guy was doing like a retrospective on Predators and said Robert Rodriguez just liked a movie. Nimrod Antal did called Control, which I don't think was, I guess, was a Hungarian movie. Um, and he just saw that and was like, this will be the guy because Rodriguez was too busy with Machete around mm-hmm. the time to direct this. So, yeah, I guess he just saw that and liked it. And, you know, he seems like a serviceable director. Like, he seems like one of those guys that's like a <clears> solid <throat> director, if not spectacular, which, you know, like, he'll get the job done, basically. <laughs> He's kind of like Johan Roberts now, which who did that 47 meters um, down movies and then Walking to Raccoon City. You know, just a guy you can tag on to to do a competent job. And sometimes he'll turn in something really good. Oh, yeah. Did he also do the Stranger sequel? Yeah, he did, which I didn't see. Oh, I like that movie a lot. I know a lot of people are mixed on that movie, but I thought it was it was pretty fun. It was more like a straightforward slasher than the first strangers oh okay then maybe i might like it then because uh, i don't like home invasion (laughs) movies i don't either they freak me out i'm like i don't need to see this like i don't need this in my in my mind the Um, closest thing i ever got to a home invasion is when nathan jones just like nonchalantly showed up at my apartment one night and just rung the doorbell If that's the close you went to home invasion that sounds like you're you got off pretty lucky (laughs) well the thing is it still traumatizes me (laughs) so shout out nathan for that one (laughs) uh but yeah it's weird that that i thought for a long time rodriguez like helped with it but i think he only just put money towards it i really just think or he looked over the script (laughs) i don't think he really did much else except also get danny trejo to to come on for the movie well i didn't learn this till again i watched that video that uh robert rodriguez had been tapped like in the mid 90s to write uh a new predators movie to follow up predator 2 they were disappointed in predator 2 and it kind of got shelved. It didn't it didn't go through. They wanted Arnold back. And Arnold was like, I'm good. I don't want to come back. <laughs> and uh, so the script got put away for like 15 years. I guess it's made it sound they just found it at the studio. And they were like, oh, we have this Robert Rodriguez Predator script. Should we dust this off? And they called him and were like, would you want to be involved in this? And he's like, yeah, I'll be involved. But I'm not, I'm not going to direct because I'm busy. But uh, he'll produce it. And they took his script and like redid a bunch of it. Um, 
And he, I saw he, he was on the set a lot and they shot it at uh, part of it at his studio in Austin, Troublemaker mm-hmm. Studios. Um, so I think he was one of those like pretty hands on producers without actually directing the movie. <laughs> um, I think is what I got. Uh, but yeah, he he was still just busy with other stuff going on. But um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of I- wish he had wish he had directed it, though. I was going to say, in hindsight, maybe he probably should have done that set of Machete, but I do like the Machete movies. I do like the first Machete. <laughs> I don't... I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I sorry. just think... I just couldn't believe what I was watching, you know? Because well, yeah, Machete that... was always like this rumored kind of movie that probably would never see the light of day. And then they do it. And I was like, wow, it's actually kind of fun. Robert De Niro and Steven Seagal, you know? Like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I remember liking the first one a lot. I don't... I think I saw Machete Kills, but I don't remember anything about it. It's like, I don't know if I liked it or not. Um, but I mean, I, I was excited that was happening because I love that trailer in Grindhouse and then we get a full mm-hmm. version of Machete. Um, oh, and it's funny because in the script, I guess the first script, Rodriguez had written one of the characters was like a Danny Trejo type guy. And then Danny <laughs> Trejo saw that and was like, well, I'm a Danny Trejo type guy. <laughs> and, that's how, and that's how we end up in this movie. Um, right. and not to jump ahead too much, but I am sad that he's like, the first one that goes i'm like yeah. oh no Jane trejo <laughs> it's like, fitting it's like it's fitting of course he would be but also like it it does really suck um the predators came out 2010 honestly like it was a good time probably for predator because pred the, the character of predator just kind of went through some some bad movies i would say like yeah, predator yeah, I would say like so. predators 2 is, is serviceable you know like that's fine. I do really like Predator 2. I like Predator 2. I was thinking of Alien versus Predator, those two movies. It's weird. I like <laughs> Alien versus Predator more than Predator 2. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also uh, just a Paul W.S. Anderson guy. Like well, hard. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like a video game, and I love movies that look like video games. <laughs> That's also true. It does look like a video game. Yeah. But I will Alien never versus... forget. Sorry. I I we saw Alien versus Predator in the theater. We were so excited. And uh, laughing hysterically at the shot of the Predator, and I cannot remember the main woman. It might be Sanaa Lathan, the main uh-huh. actress in the movie, running from an explosion in slow motion together like they were in a buddy cop movie. And, like, it just made my friends laugh so hard. It just looked so ridiculous of, like, her and the Predator running in slow motion with an explosion behind them. <laughs> like, they had teamed up. Like, I yeah, I don't know. We- I kind of want to rewatch those movies, but I never get around to it. Just watch the rewatch the first Alien vs Predator. It, I mean that moment in that scene where Predator accepts her, it just like reels recognize real baby, you know, like <laughs> that's really what it comes down to. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think but of the, uh, Requiem? Uh, I mean, it stands to this day as one of the ugliest and darkest looking movie. I say this Dark. about a lot of movies where it's like yeah. I can't see shit when I watch it. It's like. It's like when I watch Black Black Panther, like when Killmonger's fighting uh, T'Challa. I'm like, I can't see shit, dude. Like, it's so dark. Like, I don't know. Where was the lighting team there? <laughs> they took the day off. The Alien vs. Predator Requiem was like, I still to this day think it's the darkest movie I've ever seen in my life. And I, my friend had just bought a new TV and we were watching it. And I was like, dude, I can't see anything. And then when I left his house, he did say he had the brightness turned way down because he just got the end mess with the settings yet. But <laughs> then I rewatched it. And it was still, it was still super dark. I was like, no, it's lit by like two candles and a flashlight. I don't know what <laughs> happened. Like, I, it's insane. Like, and I think it could have been a much better movie. I mean, first of all, if it was lit properly, because um, mm-hmm. the Predator's like the hero of that movie, <laughs> like by default, it's, 
it's interesting, but it's just it, it's a mess. But yeah, it's insane how dark, how badly lit that movie. Is. Yeah, but, but I'm such a sucker for these versus movies, like two different movie properties. Yeah, going, yeah I'm kind of a sucker for those. But Requiem by Spa, like it just like it's yeah, I can't see anything in that fucking movie. <laughs> like, like not even like the t- t- it's like. When a movie's poorly lit, when there's bad lighting, which is my big complaint with like MCU movies with CGI, like with the newest Thor movie, when it's Thor the Dark World, um, no pun intended, but like, I mean, their <laughs> movies are so dark. Like I can't see any of the blobby things they're fighting. Um, and same thing with this one, but it's also the equivalent of like when directors put like action sequences in their movies and they just, just have the shaky cam going like, like so fast and it's like quick cuts and flashes and it's like i can't actually see who's punching who and like what uh-huh. item just got you know like a, a, a blade just got shown i can't see it it's moving so fast big examples of that are like uh i mean the le- the last two uh, resident evil movies probably um when i watched the cave recently i like the cave but i mean the camera moves so fast when those monsters cga monsters are attacking i can't actually see what's going on um but yeah, those are that's like pet peeve movie things for this. Like when I watch movies, like those are things that really tick me off. Um, because it's like just like slow mo it at that point, then <laughs> like I don't need it to go super fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Those are my pet peeves too. And I know they do it just to hide things that you know, the mm-hmm. if you have actors that well, sometimes it's sad too because the actors put in the work and train and then they still chop their fight scenes up to shit. And it's like it's like, why'd you do that to them? They they worked really hard. It's just weird. I don't know why they do it like to hide stuff. Like they're not confident in what they shot or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's a it's a mess. Like, um, it's funny you brought up Resident Evil the final chapter too, because okay, if Alien vs. Predator Requiem was the darkest lit movie I've ever seen, I feel like Final Chapter may be the worst edited movie I've ever yeah. seen. I thought I was gonna have a seizure in the theater <laughs> because it was like boom, 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 boom. Like I, it's just so it's like every 0.5 seconds there's a cut and i yep. can't even comprehend what i'm looking at like mm-hmm. i saw someone defend that movie recently and i was like what like i couldn't like and i like that series for the most part yep. like um especially the middle entries i feel like i really enjoy i mean it's ridiculous note, but i like it taking note taking note take, take the note it's yeah uh-huh. i mean i like i remember liking four a lot i mm-hmm. used to like two more two was the good uh five is fun but then like final chapter is like was such a mess i was like i can't even tell what's happening it's just so it's so choppy and like i yeah someone put a that scene where she's on like the truck <sighs> yeah the bad guy it's just like a cut every mm-hmm. second or shorter than that it's yeah. it's bananas how it's badly. crazy man <laughs> it's it's crazy i oh. i know mark water just gets unhinged on letterbox sometimes with those reviews for his movies <laughs> i'm sorry you fell into one of those <laughs> Oh man, I think he'll appreciate being called unhinged. I think he would like that. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably gave unhinged a four and a half star movie, and said Russell Crowe's in a movie. That's film, baby. <laughs> God, I love, I love his reviews. What a guy. What a gem. Of a guy. What a gem. Um, I do. I realize I say baby a lot more just because of Mark. Like I'll be like, it's pretty cool, baby. Like I just have to throw that in. <laughs> But um, yeah, Mark's fantastic. I don't know how he feels about final chapters. I know he likes the Resident movies for the most part. I think you know, he's never active on Twitter, so I need him to like tweet his like opinions on that movie. Just just cold turkey it, like just drop it as a random tweet. <laughs> yeah, just drop it and leave. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Predators, right? Twenty ten, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know when the movie first came out. I actually was really excited. I remember when it was like, I remember the trailer for it. I remember my big thing was 
Adrian Brody's in this. <laughs> Ethan Which, Action Star. Yeah. I, right. I was like, man, King Kong, like it was, he was good in it, but he wasn't an action star. He was like <laughs> the romantic type for sure. But, uh, which I love him in that movie, by the way. But when he was in Predators, I was like, first of all, where the hell has this guy been? And then two, it's like, interesting choice. And I remember the trailer being like, getting like, you know, it's called Predators and they get the most like badass people. Like they get like a Russian, uh, they get like a cartel, they get a sniper, they get a mercenary, you know, they get all these trope of tough people in the real world together. And then they go, we're being hunted. And I'm like, oh shit, like, <laughs> you know the, the the badasses are getting hunted this is gonna be a crazy ass movie and um i remember renting it at family video and uh you know i want to get into it but i really enjoyed it like the first time i watched it i always was like this is like a better movie than predator 2 in my opinion and this is like a really cool take of the predator character um because it feels more of a sci-fi movie than an action movie if that makes sense because they're in they're in a different planet alien species um the action segments aren't just human versus human it's you know so i really like it it's a very good return to the original predator in some aspects yeah it's definitely got way more in common with the first predator than any other like alien versus predator or predator 2 um i was super excited for it too because i mean we've been burned so bad on the alien versus predator movies how i felt mm -hmm. and i like the series and i'm like the series has so much potential and you could drop the predator into like any kind of scenario and it would be good. And they just had, I'm like, okay, cool. This looks Adrian Brody action star. I was a little bit like, well, that's different and interesting, yeah. but I was, I was really excited. The trailer was really good. If I remember, there is something that happens in the trailer that I'm still upset. It's not in the movie. That was like the, the end of the trailer with Adrian Brody standing there. And he has like tons of little like predator targeting sites on him. And in the movie, it's only one. Do you remember yep. this? Yeah. It was I like, do remember that. And they cut it, they, they manipulated that and added a bunch of like extra predator. You said he has like 10 predator target sites on him mm -hmm. and then the movie's only one. But uh, but yeah, I was pretty excited because I was like, okay, this looks like it shares a little bit with the first predator, but it's doing something a little different. Um, and yeah, I was very hyped for it when it came out. Like I was, I was all in the theater. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm curious if this is like the first time inside the sequel that somebody's been like, yeah, I ride or die for that movie. I like that movie. And then they come on and say, it doesn't quite play for me the same way anymore because <laughs> this time this time i was like this didn't work as well as i remember in the past i still like it but like i've been running around for the past like 10 plus years saying like man predators is super underrated guys like it's great you gotta and now i'm like it's pretty good <laughs> like it does things there's some more cracks in the armor that i didn't really pay attention to before because i came out pretty hyped on it and uh this time i was like oh this is not as good as i remember it being <laughs> Although I still like it, but, but yeah, I just was I, like, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's every guest that comes on. Okay. Here, honestly. <laughs> uh, but no, I think, yes, the predator films, God, that first one's so good, but it's just a franchise where it's tough to get past the first one. Like that's the hurdle. Like every, like I like, pre for me, it goes probably predator predators Alien vs. Predator, Predator 2, and then The Predator, and then, and then Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah, yeah. For anything, <laughs> until Prey comes out, which is another reason I was excited for this, because Prey is about to come out next month on Hulu. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That looks good. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just like how Predators is just so different in terms of, like, the cast, the angles they take. Uh, it sets the precedent for that that uh, Shane Black ends up doing with The Predator, with introducing different types of Predators. I like um, that, Yeah. <laughs> 
and and and, and that, I mean I, I like the setting, but it does doesn't age as well for sure. I would say, I don't know. What were some cracks in the armor for you? I'm curious because like I didn't think it was a four-star yeah. movie by any means, but it, I still think it's a movie. I think when people talk about Predator, it's only Predator 1 and 2. I don't think people talk about Predators as as much as I wish they did because I think it's it's a good movie. But yeah, it's definitely not like this, you know, uncovered uncovered gem. You know what I mean? Uncut <laughs> yeah, gem? Yeah, I mean. Did I use that term? <laughs> I <laughs> I think it's a different thing, but uh, I, yeah, I was walking around for a while saying I like this better than Predator 2, and I've completely changed my mind on that. So now I'd probably go, actually probably straight down the line, so I'd probably go Predator 1, Predator 2, this one, The Predator, which I'm still very disappointed in. <laughs> like, I was really excited <laughs> for that movie too. But um, yeah, I think one thing, I think the middle section of the movie really dies for me. Like the part mm -hmm. when they meet Lawrence Fishburne. Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i love what he's doing or hate what he's doing because <laughs> he's like really doing like i'm crazy and yep. okay one thing i want to say about lord fishburne is like so he he says he's been on this this place for 10 hunting seasons or cycles which mm -hmm. we don't really know how long that is that could be 10 years 10 months maybe hunting cycles only like a few months i don't know it seems like a long time because he's talking to himself he's gone nuts i don't want to body shame but if you've been stuck on like a an island or whatever that is, wouldn't you be like thinner? Because I just watched Stranger Things and David Harbour had lost a bunch of weight. He'd been in that prison for like, I don't know how long, 10 months. And Lawrence Fishburne looks like he's been finding food every time. I feel like <laughs> Boy's like, eating good. I, I'm just saying, I, maybe he's eating predators. I don't know what he's doing. But like, <laughs> I just, I felt like Lawrence Fishburne was like, they probably said, hey, Lawrence, can you lose some weight for the role? To like, because you're going to be stranded on an island. He was like, I'm not doing that for you guys. <laughs> he's like, no, no, I'm good. Um, I just thought it was interesting that if he's been stuck on this place for so long, he'd be like real, like skinny looking, I imagine, because there's, I don't know, he's scrounging for food. He's like a scavenger. Um, the whole section with him beyond that, just like, doesn't work as well when they kind of sit in his little house and just kind of like, eh. And I did kind of laugh this time. It was almost like a parody. This is another issue I have with like Adrian Brody. Every time something would happen, he'd be the guy they'd cut to and it'd be like, he'd know exactly what was going on immediately. He's like, oh, they're hunting us for sport. And then like he would know, like they sent the dogs out. He just like knows. And it was like every time. And I almost feel like this time, because I kind of defended his performance before. I thought he was good as an action star. He's almost, I, I think I do see him trying too hard to be like a cool, tough guy. Like this time, like, I feel like every, every line's really like gravelly, like they're hunting us. Like it's everything's very dramatic. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, like physically, I think he gets there. Like, I think he seems like a, like you could believe he's like a tough military guy, but like, um, yeah, it's a little almost too over the top with him, like trying to be like the tough alpha of the group. So, so, and there's some, I feel there's like wasted potential in this too. I don't know. Like, but I do like the stuff you said, with like different predators, like they have predator hunting dogs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like, but yeah, but, but my issues are kind of stuff like, I think that middle section is kind of rough. Um, the, the Adrian Brody thing is a little, too much for me now but but yeah that, those are like my main complaints i think that's so interesting i do agree though the the lawrence fishburne thing is kind of like eh, that's a it could it does kind of at first i always remembered it being kind of interesting that someone survived the predators because like you know usually the ones who survive are like accepted by them you know but he's just more of like a stowaway it feels like i do think it dies with him um when he shows up in the movie, it doesn't really do anything at all. And he dies so quickly and unceremoniously as well. <laughs> yeah. <feels> like yeah. <laughs> he's doing the same thing. And have you seen colony with him? 
or the colony. No, no. It's he's in it and he kind of plays a similar type of character. Um, a little crazy, you know. It feels like that. Feels like a, also like he does the same thing in John Wick Three, Parabellum. Kind of like a weird performance. Yeah, like that. but I like him so much more in that. I think he's more fun in that. <laughs> oh, yeah, this yeah. is kind of fun, but it's like I don't know. the The movie does pick back up again for like the last act, yeah. but I think this that part with him in the middle is kind of like ooh. Uh, <laughs> I mm-hmm. do, and I do love the opening, how it just drops you in cold, like mm-hmm. smash cut to like Adrian Brody like falling from the sky, and you're like what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, I really enjoy that opening. No, I agree. I do think, though, the strong point of this movie is the cast, though. I think, yeah, Adrian, Bros- Adrian Brody could not carry this movie by himself. Like, he's just, like... Right, right. You know, it, like, I mean, Dutch, Arnold Schwarzenegger had a great supporting cast, but he could ultimately, I think, carry that movie by himself if he wanted to, but it's so much more elevated because it's not him, and he's got a great ensemble. Predator 2, <clears throat> I mean, I don't feel like... I, I like Danny Glover. But like, I don't think he really he's he actually carries the movie, but I don't think he I don't think I like that he had to carry the movie the way he did, you know, outside of <laughs> uh-huh. just having um what's his name um in it. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost said Bill Pullman in a predator. I know it's, it's an easy <laughs> mistake to make, uh- <laughs> yeah. which I like him, but it, like it just doesn't fit as well. But in this one, again, it kind of goes back to an ensemble cast. I think that's what the predator uh, uh, on top of a bunch of other things. I don't like that movie. Um, the ensemble just wasn't as great of a, you know, I just didn't care for the cast very much, but in this, I mean, you get Topher Grace, Alice Braga from Elysium is in it and uh, city of God. I think she was in. And then Danny Trejo, obviously Mahershala Ali, which two-time Academy Award winner, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> completely <laughs> forgot he was in it. Even at yes, first, I, I didn't did recognize too. him. And I then when too. they did a close-up with him and uh, Walton Gogden, I was yes, like... Yes, Walt- oh. Walton Goggins is great. I, I, uh, These are all people I didn't know who they were in 2010, too. Like, I don't think I knew who Alice Braga was. I don't think <laughs> I knew who Walton Goggins was, really. And Mahershala Ali, I definitely didn't know who he was. Like, they were all, like, people maybe I'd seen pop up and stuff. I didn't know their names. And now I'm looking back at this cast, and I'm like... You have you have two Academy Award winners, Adrian Brody and Mahershala mm-hmm. Lee. You've got mm-hmm. Walton Goggins, who I could have sworn was nominated for an award, but he he's just in Tarantino movies. But yeah, it's yeah. like I thought he got nominated for Hateful Eight, but he's great. Alice Praga's great. Um, uh, Gay Trejo always great. Um, mm. Trying to think, like, and the people I don't still really know that well were the the Russian guy like him, who I always think looks like, oh God, what's his name? He was in Inception. Uh, oh, I haven't seen Inception yet. Have you never seen Inception, really? Really? Wow, we gotta we gotta get you on film piece talking Inception or something. I, I think like... Daniel's been trying to get me to to watch it, and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> Man, I cannot think of who I'm thinking the Russian guy looks like, but I'll find it. Um, but but yeah, it's uh Tom Berenger. So I'm thinking of he looks like Tom Berenger. Oh, um, good. Yeah, he he looks like a chubby Tom Berenger. <laughs> well, Tom Berenger is always a little little bigger guy he's like a big burly guy i feel like especially <laughs> later in his career um yeah. the yakuza guy is super cool that oh the, my he God, was probably the, one of the best parts of this movie for me yes the one of my favorite moments in any predator movie is when the yakuza guy i feel bad at look his name but he he meets the predator one of the predators in like that open field the grass at mm-hmm. night and they have like a basically a sword fight there and the predator's like okay you want to do a sword fight and pops his blade out and they, <sighs> it's such a well shot cool sequence like Mm -hmm. just i'm like i love this i still that still works for me like really well i think that's super cool yeah um it's such a pull from the first predator movie though with billy and the predator oh yeah yeah kind of but i feel like this 
is done a little better. I honestly, I feel like I remember mm-hmm. this is more memorable. Like, um, it just looks, it just, I feel like it just looks really good. It's a cool mm-hmm. moment about how I love how the predators have like their kind of like system of honor where they're like, okay, if you have a blade, I'll have a blade, you know, and it's like, I'll fight you one-on-one. Like the predator's like, let's do this. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. and it just, it's a, it's a pretty nice looking sequence. Um, oh, his name's uh, Luis Ozawa. Hanzo was the character's name. I forgot his name was Hanzo, but, um, but yeah, that whole sequence is really cool. Um, and it's funny because people criticize the movie for having like kind of thin character types. Like, but mm-hmm. the first predator, we don't really know those guys that well. We just, they're just good personalities. Like we don't get to know them <laughs> super well. They're just a bunch of tough guys. So right. this one, I feel like is that's not a complaint for me. If it's like, oh, they're kind of one dimensional. It's like, well, mm-hmm. you know, how much time do we have to get to know these people? <laughs> Pretty so. much, honestly. And it's weird that Adrian Brody's the one who kind of leads them all. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and I just still like a that's still a casting choice that I respect. But like, it was such a risk. I feel like, <laughs> like I would have yeah. been like sweating, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, OK, let's see what he does. And he just kind yeah. of it's weird. Adrian Brody, like. When he wants to be on, he can be on, but it's so thin when he, like, with his work. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got a weird career, that guy. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of ups and downs, like real high highs and some low lows. But he, like, when he wants to be good, yeah, I feel like he's really good. Um, he, yeah, I, I, he's definitely trying, I feel like, in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little over the top with, like, how tough they want him to be, you know? It's right. Like, I think it's so weird how the movie, like you said, the movie does open cold. I, one, yeah, it does work. But two, it's like, it's so, it's like an hour 30. I think it's a pretty quick movie, but I love how it doesn't take any time. Ex- like it, it, it explains what's going on while progressing the movie. It doesn't stop and just explain everything all at once, which I really like. Like they're just casually meeting everyone and, you know, getting the cast all together. I like that instead of them like already been together or like they were enemies and now they're working together. Instead, they're like, oh, we're all in this situation. Let's get out of it. Um, and then throughout the movie, you get the POV shots of the Predator watching them most of the time. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Um, the traps are brutal. Like the the things that the tactics they use to like toy with them and everything. Very, very well done. And I kind of feel like that's how the Predator movies should always be. Like it shows some sort of integration of like the Predator in like their tactics or their weaponry and stuff like that. Because I feel like all the time with Predator movies we get, they have the blades right here. They have the bomb and they have the little gun and that's about it. Or the Mm -hmm. net, you know. Oh, in the net. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, you know, but they're setting up like booby traps. They have hunting dogs. They have all this other crap. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm curious your thoughts on this too. Like, I just love the the predator, like the design of him, like the backstory, mm-hmm. how they keep weaving in all these things about like the kind of hierarchy of predators. Like, um, there's some predators that are kind of lower, I feel like, on the totem pole than others. Like in this movie, even there's like the the older design predators like strung up on a like a pole, and there's like bigger, tougher predators that have kind of like almost really pushed him out, like you know, mm-hmm. um, and their whole system of just kind of how they hunt for sports and like, but they kind of have that honor system too. Like it comes on predator two as well with like, where like, uh, um, Danny Glover kind of like beats their predator at the end and they don't kill him. They're just like, here, here's this old gun. And like, we're going to let you live. <laughs> like, yeah. like they, like if you beat them fair and square, they're going to be like, okay, cool. You beat us. Like you bested our guy in combat. There you go. It's very honorable, which I appreciate. Um, mm-hmm just one of the coolest like creature designs ever in movies, I feel like. And um, yeah, I do. I mean, I like like what they do here with the new predator 
Uh, I don't totally love the look of it, but I like the idea of it. Like his yeah. mouth is a little weird, but like the idea of it is cool. Um, predators fighting each other. There's just, I mean, again, so much you can do with the predator. And I feel like they've left so much on the table with like dropping him into like, they could drop in so many scenarios. Like someone had mm-hmm. the idea a long time ago to like do a purge movie where the predator shows up on earth that night, which I still <laughs> would pay so much money to see that movie, but mm-hmm. stuff like that, where you can just like find a scenario, plug in the predator and, and there you go. So yeah, I don't know. I I I'm so interested in like their whole system and how they operate and all that stuff. And the hunting dogs a cool touch and they have their hunting planet. It's like the season, the hunting seasons and all that. So I find it all very cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I in the movies just because the characters, they don't like each other, but they all work together and then they form the, some sort of bond, you know, like we need to get out here alive and stuff like that. I think it's kind of funny. It's like these these hard ass people, and then they're like, "Oh, we gotta work together to get out of here." You know? <laughs> and Adrian Brody's like, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna do my own thing, and good luck with that." And then follow me back once it, bite, you know, blows up in your face. Right. Um, <laughs> I kind of like that, but also I did find it a little silly where they're like, "We gotta work together now," even though our governments are hu- are killing each other constantly and like hiring <laughs> us to kill each other. You know? Right. Right. I don't know. I'd probably be. I'd probably be scared too if I found us like on an alien planet. I mean, when they figure out they're on an alien world, it's like, okay, maybe we should like reconsider some things. Yeah, they t- like- they handle it really well though. They're like, oh, this isn't any planet we're in. I think these are aliens killing us. No biggie. They, they do take that really well, don't they? <laughs> I think that might be another thing that doesn't quite work for me in the movie anymore because I don't remember how they marketed it with like, if we knew they were on Earth or on an alien planet, because like now that you know they're on the predator hunting world like the first 20-ish minutes or so where they're kind of still trying to figure it out it's kind of like well we already know what's going on so mm-hmm. it's not as interesting i guess but you're kind mm-hmm. of figuring it out along with them in the beginning because they're really just i mean they wake up falling from the sky with parachutes on and then they land in this weird place all these people and then what's going on so that was more interesting before and now i'm kind of like okay i i know what's going on i'm not as as interested mm-hmm. in you guys figuring it out but just one other like nitpick i guess you could say i like the sequences in action movies where there's always like some sort of sequence or set piece where you know some one of the one of the cast members are going to die it seems like every like set piece is oh, a cast yeah, yeah. member that dies till they get to like three or four and then like in the third act they get picked off very unceremoniously I like I like how this movie kind of does that unfortunately Danny Chejo is the first to die which really sucks but it's a very grisly death Oh yeah, um, and it's creepy. They do the voice. They have like yeah. they're mimicking his voice because she mm-hmm. Alice Braga shoots him and then tries to walk away and you still hear him talking. You're like, holy shit, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, that uh it's kind of creepy actually. <laughs> yeah. And and then you you know they get like Topher Grace and his character in this movie. I'm still like I'm still wondering like the thought process and having like him backstab people that are protecting him in some way. <laughs> I yeah, I'm curious your thoughts on Topher Grace this movie because that really threw me off the first time and I I'm not I'm gonna admit I don't I couldn't figure it out I didn't know why he was there I thought it was maybe like uh the predators maybe like throwing them a bone like we're gonna have to put a doctor with you to keep you guys going or I was thinking maybe it was like let's see how this normal person (laughs) does amongst all these like mercenaries and I feel stupid I didn't figure it out that he's like a serial killer I guess is his deal Yeah. yeah It's like, oh, how do you, how did they know that he was a serial killer? Like, was he like on America's Most Wanted or something like that? <laughs> you know, like know. when did they pick him up and realize, oh, he's actually this sick, sadistic, you know, bastard. Um, 
<laughs> but it is kind of an odd choice in a way, you know, but also it's like Topher Grace. It's like he does this, he does Black Klansman and stuff, and he's Eddie Brock. And it's like, man, he just really plays really good shitty people. Yeah, which is weird because I always think from him on that 70s show as like the, the likable main character. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, I don't think I'm a big Topher Grace fan, <laughs> but then, but then like, I think he does pretty good in this movie because he plays it very much like, oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm innocent, but then can like he, he turns it when he t- turns in alice braga but um and then don't like him as venom i never liked him <laughs> spider-man 3 but he's good in black Lansman. you mentioned i forgot he was in that movie he's really good in that mm-hmm. um so yeah he's he's an interesting actor but yeah sometimes i'm like i don't know if i'm a big fan of him but i think he's pretty good in this and it's an interesting wrinkle to the whole thing to have like i guess the predators were like oh let's throw in somebody who could maybe like sneak into the group and like kill them in more of a quiet way like a, you know it's a very different kind of killer than all these other people you know mm-hmm. so maybe they just thought it'd be interesting to throw them in the mix see what happens i don't know <laughs> the predators are or, like fuck it let's right. see what happens <laughs> mm-hmm. there's also a romance in this movie which when she was explaining like their legend about like the predator on her on on earth and stuff like that for some reason i thought that she was connecting it to the girl from the first predator movie Right, And I was like, but that movie takes place in Cambodia. And she's like from, I think she says Honduras or Guatemala is where she said she's from in the movie. So I was like, wait, how does this legend exist then? You know what I mean? So I was a little <laughs> confused with that. And I thought it was like a weird tie-in because it also has like a, an original looking predator, which they handle very well when they see it also. Yeah. Again, they handle things pretty well in this movie. <laughs> like they're not super blown away by things that are happening. Um yeah, I, I remember they kind of shoehorned that story into connect to the first Predator, which they probably didn't even need to do. I didn't mind mm-hmm. it. And I feel that I very stupidly in the theater thought like, <laughs> it's like, wait, was she that girl? I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. That doesn't make sense time-wise or age-wise. But mm-hmm. um, I had a brief uh, thing of like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, because they say like one guy survived, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He told the story. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess some tying it in is fine. But it almost is like, the point where it's like so little it's like why even bother but i don't know i mean i'm fine it's it's so minor it's like it doesn't bother me and it's like it's fine i still nod to the first one is fine so yeah yeah which i think this movie in a whole is just a nod to the first one like it yeah. takes place in a forest it's got like this badass group of people um except they're just not killing other people like in the first one you know what i mean um <laughs> And there's nobody doing like strange things like uh like Duke in the first one where he's just shaving for fun when he's anxious. You know, <laughs> yeah, you don't get anything no like that. Shaving cream. Yeah. It's like... yeah. Um <laughs> but I mean it's weird. Like the cast works really well, the characters are interesting enough, but then they have oddities like a weird romance, you know, like with Alice and Adrian Brody in this movie. And then there's like the Russian guy decides to help Topher Grace and then Topher Grace wants to turn against them. And then Mahershala and Brogan, like Brogan have like, they're like beef for some random reason. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I can't help it. It's something about racism of some sorts. I feel like it felt that way, but it wasn't like really explained very well. <laughs> yeah. Like, but then they're like yeah. friends and not friends. And it seems like a very toxic environment. Um <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, when the I, I just like the idea when I'm watching this. It's like the predators go to Earth and they just find like Earth's mightiest heroes, and then they decide to grab <laughs> this group. And they're like, we're yeah, gonna get like... an escaped convict out of America's Most Wanted and a serial killer that nobody has identified yet because he's so good <laughs> at it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, I like the idea of the predators like handpicking and choosing who's gonna be there. Like they're going through like a meeting, and it's like, no, no, not him, but yes, him. And they push a button, mm-hmm. and it's like, um. <laughs> just a funny idea that I'm sitting around like a medium, like, yeah, that, that guy and that girl. And um, yeah, the weird thing about Predators is like, it's, it's like too close to the original, but not, I, I think when you put your Predator movie in a jungle, you've already done your movie like a disservice because I think the first one is so good. And like, just don't go back to the jungle. Like just leave, <laughs> like go somewhere else, go to a different, um, a different uh, location. I know it's a different planet, but it's still, the same kind of environment um that the movie yeah maybe the fault is like i i feel like it's it's got a lot of potential but it doesn't like reach its potential because it's still kind of pulling back to the first predator too much and it's like not doing its own thing enough because then like the climax with adrian brody is like straight up lifted from <laughs> the first movie and it's like mm-hmm. ah i don't know it's just kind of like wanting to do its own thing but relying too much on the first predator and yeah, I don't know. It's what it's, it's like. It feels like mispotential for me. <laughs> it 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 ha- it plays it a little too safe, but yeah, it also, yeah. but it also has like um, some really defining moments that make it unique for sure. Uh like Adrian, like well, yeah. So like they're they're kind of going through the jungle, and it seems like each little trap challenge that they get is to see who's worthy of surviving, basically, until you get to the Lawrence Fishburne thing, and then it kind of falls on the wayside a little bit and then they realize there's a ship on the planet <laughs> oh yeah 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 and then they decide to heist it um and then Topher grace decides like this is the moment where you know i turn on everybody and adrian brody cha- channels in his own um dutch and he you know they never realize like how their technology works like in the first movie where they're like you can't see me or in this one they just don't figure that out they just try to confuse it by running yeah. circles on it and home aloneing their own camp and then <laughs> decides to like trust give trust to the other predator like it's you know pitch black or something you know um, yeah yeah there's a lot of borrowed things in this but it kind of works in a goofy way um i think it does a better job of being like action-packed and also kind of like looking at its audience. Like, yeah, we know it's kind of silly, but it's you're having a good time, right? You know, it's kind of like what <laughs> Expendables was trying to do, but missed completely. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think there's some good points, but yeah, it just borrows way too much um, from the first one. So by default, I have to compare it to it and it just doesn't right. work, but it's inventive <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean, there's new stuff there, like they said, the hunting dogs and the different kinds of predators, and like it's a lot of stuff. I it's a, it's a weird mixed bag. It's like it's mm-hmm. like there's still stuff I really like, and there's still stuff that's kind of like, eh, it doesn't work for me. And like it's funny you mentioned the romance between Adrian Brody and Alison Brock, because I feel like that's another example of like we're not gonna fully commit to this. Like mm-hmm. it's, they might have some chemistry, but it's like, and he goes back for her, but I don't feel mm-hmm. like it's a full on like love story, you know? I guess which is probably better because it might have been kind of corny at the end. They like you know, kissed under the predator ship or something. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then it's just like them. I mean, I'm kind of curious how the hell they're going to get off that planet because the ship they are going to steal just gets blown up. And then it's the <laughs> two of them left. And, and then they see more people dropping in. Um, so I guess more ships will come, but it's like, then I'm like, how the hell are you going to pilot a predator ship? Because 
I can't tell mm. what any of that stuff means. They have like symbols. The predators have like these little symbols, and I'm like just pushing buttons and hope I go back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> like I could blow the ship up. Um, yeah, everything kind of feels like a little too safe, like you said, which is like kind of frustrating because I feel like there's like a lot of potential here, and it like holds itself back from like really going nuts. There's some good. There are some good death scenes. I want to Mahershala Ali's death scene really threw me for a loop this time. I forgot yeah. he gets messed up. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no. <laughs> I was like, Mahershala, yeah. no. Um, that was an Oscar defining moment for him right there, too, was, I would say. <laughs> it was. That should have been his first Oscar, but uh-huh. yeah, he gets messed up. Walton Goggins has a pretty good death scene. Uh, I guess it's weird can... how their relationship is kind of like the um, Green Book in a way before <laughs> Green Book came out. The basis of Green Books and Predators from 2010. Uh, that'd be great. Um, the Hanzo, the Yakuza guy, goes out pretty well. Like they, the, the, they all get good moments when they're gonna die. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, that's what I was watching it too, and I was like, oh shit! I think I'm gonna struggle for things to say about this movie with Chris because, like, yeah. it kind of, it's kind of straightforward, and like, um, I don't know. And I is it, liked it is more. It yeah. Is it called predators because there's multiple predators or is it because the humans are predators now? Oh, it could be both. Yeah. <laughs> it could be yeah. both. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm I excited think, for prey though. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. I will say prey looks very promising. I think it's cool though with, I, I don't know how big you are with predator in like the dark horse comics and like the things that were big in the nineties kind of like spawn in a way with like the graphic novels and comics being super popular and, you know, making them go into the pop mainstream pop culture for its time. But predator, I really didn't read the comics. I knew like there was variations of predator and that's mostly what I saw on film, but I feel like with predators, it kind of opens up the book of like, you know, we talked about before recording about NECA figures and stuff like that. I mean, NECA is basically an excuse to put out a bunch of different looking predator figures is really what it comes down to. Like, like you get all these movie um, figures and stuff like that, but like they have a hard on for putting out random predator figures. Like they put out like a bunch of Jason's because there's a lot of Friday the 13th, but they put right, a shit right. ton of predator figures out besides from the movies, um, like from graphic novels or like interpretations and stuff like that. And in this movie, I think with the bigger Predator coming out, I don't know if that's like in a comic book or something. And there was probably some MCU equivalent Predator fan in the movie theater was like, oh, that's a Predator from this issue of the Dark Horse comics, you know? (laughs) But I think it's kind of cool. Like, I'm thinking like with Prey, is it going to be like the traditional Predator we saw from the first movie? Or is it going to be a completely different one? You kind of see him sprinkled like an alien versus Predator as well. I don't know. I just kind of like that aspect of just like, you know, being a fan of movies and like creature designs, you know, it seems like they're always oh, yeah, up yeah. in the ante with Predator. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not, a, I'm by no means an expert on those Dark Horse comics, uh, like from the 90s, I believe, like the Predator comics. I think they're probably still going now, but like I remember wanting to read them and I feel like I wasn't allowed or something. I don't know. I had, <laughs> I did somehow get a Batman versus Predator comic that I thought was like the coolest thing ever, uh, where oh. the Predator come to Gotham City to hunt. <laughs> and then Batman has to track it down, which is a very cool idea. <laughs> like I'm like sign me up for that movie. But mm-hmm. uh, I know those those Predator comics are pretty well regarded. People think they're really good material. Like that's what I'm saying. There's like a lot of like Predator stories to like to to take from. I think to make into mm-hmm. movies, but they haven't done it enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I need to go back and kind of look at those. They'd probably be pretty good. I think those Predator comics because I know people are big fans. So they have a cult following. So yeah. Yeah, it's weird. This is not a cinematic universe of predators yet. 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess Alien versus Predator is like their cinematic universe because there's crossover there now. Like they established ah, yeah. like they're in the same universe. That was a huge deal in Predator 2 when you saw like the alien mm-hmm. skull on the wall of that ship. It was like, oh, it exists in the same universe. <laughs> like That's the um, only time in a theater I felt like these MCU nerds at the post credit scenes. <laughs> it's the only time (laughs) yeah oh most most pause moments for me growing up on watching movies on vhs most pause moments were predator 2 when i see the alien skull and when kate winslet and leonardo dicaprio are getting painted or when he's painting her (laughs) most pause moments for me oh i i get it i understand (laughs) (laughs) um have to be those two uh but yeah no i that's not the comics i'm sure i go back and read those i'm sure there's some great stories in there that they could tell uh they have not yet so i don't know but um yeah it is yeah. interesting though because i like predators um i think it's the second best until Pre- i really think prey is going to be good and it's going to be like what texas chainsaw massacre 2022 did where it's like it shoots up the list for people and it brings people back to this franchise of sorts you know i feel I like so. Prey is going to do that I have high hopes. I know people are worried because they put it on Hulu, but Pig I just feel Hulu. like, but yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, I feel like they are probably just kind of scared because like I, I, Predators actually did well, but I think the Predator, Shane Blacksburg underperformed. So I think they're a little nervous about putting another Predator movie out in theaters, but like, um, I don't know. Like I, I have high hopes for it. So I'm hoping it's good. I, I got a good feeling about Prey. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we're right, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> what about that post credit scene in The Predator, though? I know we're not here to talk about that movie, but man, that oh, post credit scene. How did that just come up recently? Um, <laughs> with the, yeah, what's the last, like, four, you got this in a 42 long or something? And it's like, oh, God, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's not a, I do not like that post credit scene in The Predator. <laughs> they were really trying there. Like, mm-hmm. we'll get a, give them a cool suit to hunt predators and did not work out. So, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The less said about that post-credit scene, the better, I think. Yeah. I wonder if Prey's going to be like it's Prometheus, like what Prometheus did for the Alien franchise. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. I'd be curious where it goes. I mean, obviously, it's set in the past because it's like a Native American tribe in the, mm-hmm. I think they said the 1700s or something, maybe the 1600s. Like it's all, so it's like set in the past. I'd be curious how it ties into any other Predator movie. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, just hope it's good. That's all I want. <laughs> Just give me a good yeah. movie. And then hopefully if it's really good and well received, we'll get more Predator movies, which is uh, which is all I want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's weird how in alien movies, we get like the origin of the life cycle of the xenomorph and just the aliens in general. I don't know how the Predators reproduce. Like, are they packing Shmi or like they get freaky with those like tentacle horn thingies? Like, at least with Alien, I know their reproductive system. So if That's I ever want to get funky with one, I know. But... <laughs> With predator i have no idea are they all you know, the guys? life cycle are they asexual the aliens i that's a great i mean if they're I, asexual they have more in common with film twitter than i actually thought you know <laughs> oh man uh wow i just offended a lot of people i'm sorry <laughs> oh man i that's i mean I, I, all the joking aside that's a good question because i don't know <laughs> and it's probably somewhere in like books or comic books about like how the predators are born and all that stuff mm-hmm. like um i don't know i gotta google this now where the predators yeah. come from because yeah we know the whole freaking life cycle of uh aliens from birth to death and ever how they come to be but like i don't know how predators are born i can't 
are the predators getting on with each other? I don't know. Are they <laughs> are they laying eggs? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> if the if if prey does good, they need to do something bigger with predator after that. They need to do like ten thousand BC meets the the prey. You know what I mean? Like oh, uh -huh. I that's how I need it to be. <laughs> be like a yeah. whole space thing like i don't know like yeah like you said predator can work in so many scenarios and for me i think going back in time with more primitive human times sounds a lot cooler than more like action star big guns you know which i think the first predator is cool do you think danny glover was like a big muscle guy when he did predator 2 because i don't feel like he really <laughs> is and no, we haven't no. gotten anyone like dutch since the first one <laughs> um yeah, no, I think, well, I think Predator 2 was all about trying to do the opposite of what they did in Predator 1, which I appreciate, like, mm -hmm. instead of a jungle, it's the city, instead of, like, Arnold, who's a big, you know, meathead type guy, they go Danny Glover, mm -hmm. who's much more a normal person, I don't think he's bulked up at all, and, it's uh, like Action Jackson versus the Predator, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, he... I love him too because he seems like he's very tired in that movie and like <laughs> uh, he seems like a normal human being who's dealing with this and so goddamn sweaty like Predator 2 was one of the sweatiest hottest movies ever I mean it's set during a heat wave in LA but like um yeah he just seems like he's I mean like, to quote Lethal Weapon he's too old for this shit like chasing <laughs> the predator around the city like that man just wants to go home and have dinner like he is not mm -hmm. he didn't put up with this shit he's tired it's hot out um so I like they go the complete opposite direction from like Arnold to like normal guy, Danny Glover. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's I, 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 again, I think Predator is, is it's a good movie. I don't I was like you where I was excited for it. I still enjoyed it. I think it holds up, but I don't think it's as rewatchable as I was hoping it was going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about it. Actually, that's funny. It's like you, Yeah, I think people need to watch it and then like give it. It's kind of its due because I don't think it was given you know i think when we in the in the state of what predator is at now i think it's just still where the predator is you know where it's like oh god um <laughs> i i like to forget that movie in some aspects and just think about predators and then think oh yeah we left it on a good spot but also 2010 early 2010s was just like a good time for like movies like especially like these action sci-fi type movies um yeah yeah it, yeah, I feel exactly cool what you do. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, it would have been really cool if Robert Rodriguez did come back and, and do one, like, with himself, you know? Yeah, I wonder if it would have been a better movie if he directed it. Like, um, it's, I'm, I'm with you, though. Like, I, I think there's a lot of people who bash it really badly and think it's terrible. I don't think Predators is terrible at all. Like, like mm -hmm. it's, like, right in the middle for me now. It's, like, it's... Uh... It's, like, the strongest three out of five star movie on Letterboxd for me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I probably I thought I was gonna rewatch it. It's not as rewatchable as I thought it was. And then yeah. I would probably I would almost went like three and a half, four stars, and I came down like to a really solid three stars. I'm like, you're a really solid mm -hmm. three star movie. Plenty of good stuff. I think people are too hard on it. I saw a lot of like two star, one star reviews, like Crazy. bashing it. And I don't think it's that bad at all. I just it didn't hold up like I wanted to, which happens sometimes. You revisit a movie and you're like, oh shit, this isn't as good as my memory of it. But but it's still mm -hmm. good. It's still plenty of stuff to uh, enjoy, especially if you like the Predator series at all. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it just it just a little disappointing on the rewatch. Where I was like, oh okay, there's some stuff that uh, I didn't like as much. <laughs> but mm -hmm. no, it's still a fun time. It's still very entertaining. I think it moves really well. The cast is very good. You'll watch the the cast and be like, oh there's that person I know and that person, and that person. And like, there's so many recognizable faces, good actors too. So um, yeah, definitely worth seeing at least give a second chance to, if you saw in the theaters and like 
hated it or something and you know mm-hmm. watch it again it's on hulu it's you know <laughs> go check it out there so, yeah, yeah right i i mean and plus the cover was super cool i remember seeing that cover and it's like they're all in like this uh like this little arrow you know of sorts like they're all left oh, and right uh. of each other and then like they have like the red background oh man i think the promotion for this movie was strong you know i, I feel so, like a yeah. lot of movies don't get pushed hard like this movie was you know what i mean like this is gonna be this crazy movie um and it came out at a time when like part fours of movies were coming out you know like not legacy sequels but like um kind of like before that kind of like what scream was doing almost like a remake of sorts you know like a restart refresh kind Mm -hmm. of that's what predators feels like in some way and i feel like that was the trend when this movie was coming out Huh. I, oh, th- well, this was the time. At first I was like, I don't know. But no, this was the time when they were like remaking, rebooting all these horror franchises specifically. Because there's like, mm-hmm. you get the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which yep. I really don't like. Uh, you get a um, Friday 13th reboot from the year before. Like, yeah, 09 mm-hmm. to like maybe 08, 09, uh, 2010, 2011. I think 2010 it kind of stopped. But there was a lot of like rebooting uh, of franchises and like predators definitely falls into this weird like horror action sci-fi blend it's kind of all those things mm-hmm. so yeah they probably were like all these other franchises come back let's bring back predator so yeah <laughs> yeah um that poster i looked at the poster again because i forgot but it is really cool actually and yeah. i think they did market it pretty well i remember the trailer playing a lot uh before it came out and i like the trailer even though it lied to me but it's still a good trailer. <laughs> but it, it got me hyped i was like this looks cool even I was mm-hmm. like Adrian Brody action star. Sure. So, okay. I'm on board. So right. they did, and it made money. Thankfully it did good. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, again, I, I, I didn't know there was so much bashing towards this movie. So it makes me want to like it more, but also it's like, I can't <laughs> like it anymore than I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was the one I was the most excited to talk about. Like I said, at the beginning of the episode, because I mean, there's so many good things, but then there's some eh things, but then it's like just the fact to talk about it, you know, like, again, I guess there is just maybe just I just really thought people just didn't see this movie or they people were like disappointed. It wasn't Robert Rodriguez, so they just didn't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, that that's good. That's good. But when it comes to like. I mean, sci fi franchises we don't get really anything like that besides like alien or predator and even with alien like i don't know what's going on with that franchise right now anymore like <laughs> yeah i'm completely lost on where that franchise is like mm-hmm. is really scott making another one are they making another one without really scott i don't know there's a tv series i think coming like mm-hmm. very confused where that, that franchise is that it's weird that these 80s sci-fi franchises are which i feel like there's so many options to make it good they just aren't st- like on st- they're on pause right now like or they're doing things like what terminator does you know where they're just putting out way too many and it just there's no direction at all you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like beating a franchise to death basically yeah <laughs> but like i think they've spread out the predator enough that they're not like really killing the franchise like we had two movies really close together and then they waited like 20 years for predators and they waited almost 10 more years for the predator and now prey's coming out like three or four years later and so I don't think they've like beaten this franchise to death yet, thankfully. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's still life in it, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be cool if they, I wonder if they're going to keep naming Predator movies, other things besides just Predator, because this one's called Prey. Now <laughs> right. is one, like, are they going to just throw something else like a Predator or <laughs> those Predators? 
it's a predator uh like look at those predators uh hunt i don't know you know i don't know <laughs> they're so i hate that they're so scared of putting numbers on movies like scream is doing this now <sighs> where like i have to fucking refer to like scream five it's just it's scream like what's scream five call it five like it, we don't care like just put put the number on it like this i wish they just gone like predator three predator four now we're on predator mm -hmm. five like mm -hmm. it's fine like i know they really are scared of that but like me it doesn't bother me i don't care you know it's like just yeah. put a number on it it's, it's fine. so weird that you're actually having conversations about the 2022 screen movie still like i thought everyone <laughs> was done talking about it it's weird. Are you are you having these conversations with people? I mean, no, this is the first time I brought it up. You like January. this movie, Matt? I did like that movie. No. <laughs> I did. I mean, it's my fourth favorite in the franchise out of five. So that's, you know, but I still liked it. I like all yeah. the screen movies to one degree or another, but right. uh I can't sorry. wait to go on Start Twitter and be like, guess what, everyone? Matt Bledsoe likes Scream 2022. <laughs> oh you could it's fine i'll stand by it i'll stand by it <laughs> uh i need to like just like screenshot a picture of you and just like bash you and be like this guy has the worst takes ever looks like it too <laughs> or whatever polling on twitter goes on i don't and he's really trying know. to front by watching one car y and godard movies like he's some kind of cinephile i love what i have you on we're just like so like subtweeting film twitter in general <laughs> And I they mean, love me for it. It's fair. They probably deserve it. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like, what movies that were like, look, they love me <laughs> when he's like, looking down. Is that Toby? Oh, yes. Yeah. No. Who is that? What movie is that? But like, look at that. Oh, it is Toby Maguire. He's like, look, they love me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of what you're talking about. Yeah. Wow. I'm pulling out references out my ass. <laughs> anyway, what, uh, what vinegar syndrome porn movie are you going to buy in the next sale when it's black Friday, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Should I finally buy sex world in 4k? I mean, <laughs> I could sell it to you if you want. It's in no, mint okay. condition. Watched do... and splooged on once. <laughs> oh, only once. What only you? once. <laughs> what, uh, can you please make that side podcast you joked about called the porn supremacy? <laughs> it's my favorite idea. Anyone's had for a podcast in like uh... years. I thought about it, but I, I I think when I try to make the website, I think it, the domain name was already bought. So I think someone's well, plotting right sense. now. Yeah. <laughs> the porn supremacy was, yeah. I was really happy with that one. It was good. Uh <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh God. Yeah. And then I'm gonna make one episode where I just talk about the depravity of the porn industry and how I'm in a really, really dark place right now. And my favorite genre of movies right now are these indie movies that like showcase how bleak the porn industry is. And it's like, I just tweet, these are my comfort films. <laughs> like I was talking wow. to Mitch yeah. Oliver and he was talking about this indie movie about this porn star. And like, it, she just documents like how sad and the industry is and what people do in it. And I was like, yeah, this sounds like a comfort movie for sure. Like, <laughs> Can't wait. Total comfort watch. Girl up in yeah. a blanket. Throw that yeah. on. Feel bad Red about Ro everything. Red Rocket sees like so much fun. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Man. Anyway, we've had we've talked a lot about man, maybe this Corona break episode you did really, you know, got on me because it's like, man, I am just talking about sick sadistic sex things. Gross. <laughs> Oh, it's not that bad. I mean, I don't think we've been that. I don't think we've been that crazy about. Uh, <laughs> besides asking how the predator 
reproduces maybe i don't know <laughs> i think that's a legitimate question and i won't that's a very legitimate question. It. i can't wait to google that when this is over and find out how they get oh how they yeah <laughs> when they go to some weird sites that it'll be, like... it'll be weird after this episode posts and like the trending google search is predator genitalia <laughs> which actually if you google search that that might look very bad like on your search oh, history yeah like when wanna... employers oh, look oh at that. yeah yeah i didn't think yeah, about yeah. that like <laughs> oof yeah Goodness. yeah yeah. You think there's a predator porn parody? Because there should be. Oh, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Actually, that sounds very scary, too. I'm sure there's one where it's like the predator and the xenomorph are getting it on. Like, I'm sure somebody's made this. Like, Sometimes when I watch Alien vs. Predator and when Alien like curls its tail close to the predator, I wish they just kissed. <laughs> it's chanting the theater, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> it's like, just kiss already. Oh, yeah. man. Let's see. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Is there anything uh, that's been catching um, like your eye or like, you know, is there something you want to tell the listeners um, to look out for on your podcast? It sounds like you're going to be on the terror table relatively soon, which it's, it's weird when somebody gets on the terror table, it's like, he's made it. He's going to be on the terror <laughs> table. I do feel like they're a big deal up there, but no, I, uh, I don't know if that's even happening anytime soon. I know Mitch and I have talked about it. I hope I'm not, mm -hmm. I hope it's okay to share that. It's probably fine, but, uh, Spoilers, <laughs> have dude, a... you're like those trailers, man. I know I'm giving away too much, but, uh, <laughs> no, I feel like I do have a lot of guest appearances coming up. Like, um, I'm going to be on cult movies with Anthony. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm on, uh, I'm going to be on the film strip podcast. I think in October we just, we recorded it, but it's going to sit. It's like an, a, a horror October episode um okay. it's a lot going on and then my stuff's gonna be like we're gonna finish up on scottable um in august and mm -hmm. then september's probably kind of kind of kind of light for me because i have a super busy october like i'm going out of town uh my sister has her wedding in the middle of the month uh Jeez. it's gonna be there's a lot happening in october so i have to record a bunch of like our horror october episodes in september so <laughs> kind of prep for that so i don't know there's the a lot, a lot happening, but I think September might be a little light on new episodes, but we're just prepping for October. But um, yeah, going to keep chugging along every Monday, new Film Feast episodes. So when are you going to do a Film Feast episode that centers around food? I don't know. We did. We did do the Thanksgiving episode last year, although that's I don't know true. if either one of us were eating. No, but... no. But you need to talk about a movie that's centered around food. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I should do like Chef, John Favreau's Chef. That's a good one. The um, Hunger Games would be a good one too. Oh, The Hunger Games, yeah. 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 I haven't seen any of those movies though. I've never seen the Hunger. Well, they're Games. making a new one, so you get a perfect the buzz time on to that. catch up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, one day I should do like a food. We should do like movies that your favorite movies about food or something, or you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, and then an somebody's gonna go, you know, underrated movie, but it's in the collection. Um, Babette's <laughs> Feast is a really good movie about food. <laughs> and my dinner with Andre. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen either one of those movies, so I guess I'm not a real cinephile. But <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we're just chugging along on Film Feast. So, I mean, it's still fun. Love talking to people about movies. So, yeah, I don't really have anything else to bring up or plug. I can't think of anything. So. No, I, well, I mean, I think a lot of people know Matt on the Film Feast podcast, but if you haven't subscribed to it, it's on Spotify. It's at iTunes. Uh, definitely just check him out. Follow him on Twitter as well for his takes i like your takes on twitter as well fighting the good fight <laughs> thank you i don't post very much so i feel like when i do it's like i try to make oh, it count <laughs> it's weird it's weird i see when you like certain things i'm like oh so that's what matt's thinking right now it's like oh there's the blood cell <laughs> liked tweet there 
Yeah, I let other people. I, I feel like I don't compose tweets very well. I, I, and I see people say things just how I want to say them, but they said it better. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, okay, that's what I want to say. You said it perfectly. I don't have to tweet now. Good, good. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I definitely recommend people check that out. Um, if you like this episode or any of our episodes that we've done this month, uh, go ahead and give us a, a, a comment on our iTunes page. Those always help. Um, share um, with your friends as well. Uh, you can follow us, of course, on Spotify and on iTunes. Um, you can follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, but other than that, uh, Matt, man, thanks for hopping on and talk about Predator and like sci-fi movies. It's really fun, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. We'll have you on soon and, and good luck with your next stuff, um, the next project. Uh, but if you're a fan of the show, uh, definitely tune in for next month. Uh, keep a look on our Twitter page. We're announcing our next uh, episodes for the month of August as well. Um, and if you ever have suggestions or you'd like to be on the show, always email us at sequelpod at gmail.com. Really appreciate that. Um, but other than that, if you aren't standing Adrian Brody as an action star, do you really care about cinema? Other than that, we'll see you next time.